every town has an Elm Street. We are Media Masterminds, Horror Season 21, chugging along, slowly winding down, and we are back. I am the man of your dreams, or nightmares, as I stole from my good friend Robert England. Legend Pop! And Mr. Back at Home, not in the Pop Lounge any longer. Mr. Baby, a hard time been a road. And I'm your friend to the end, baby. What's so going are, on? We are back. Halloween episode uh, was the last one we did, and we're going to continue down the franchise uh, rabbit hole, as it were. And we we decided to do some, as, as we mentioned last show, right? We mentioned that we were probably going to do this. Yeah, we didn't specify which, but yeah, the idea of, you know, kind of doing a retrospective on specific franchises that we right. love. So in the background, you could hear the great Charles Bernstein's theme for Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street. So that will be the topic for this episode. Uh, Going to try and keep it like a bite size, almost like Halloween Kills, a shorter episode. And then I, I will be your uh, host, your ghost host on this. Oh, wrong, wrong uh, franchise. But uh, I will steer the ship as it will, as it were. And uh, we'll go through as it will be. As <laughs> we'll go through the franchise, go through the movies, uh, the extension of the movies. Uh, my thoughts, yes, insight from Benny, who's not as big a fan as I am. And then next show, Benny will be El Capitan, and he will do the same for a franchise of his choosing. And we'll we'll leave that as a mystery until we we do it. I think. Sounds like a plan. Are you are you ready? Mr. Rose. I'm ready, bitch. So as someone that's not as big a fan of the franchise uh, as as I would say I am or or other people, you, you agree with that, right? You're not like a huge fan. So I thought we'd do something interesting, and I didn't pre-warn you on this. So I'm going to run through all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movie titles, and you're going to tell me what you remember as a brief synopsis of the movie not like the whole plot but like what was the main point of the movie and what it is okay (laughs) just to see how off base it is and i think it'd be funny because especially based on the movie you're gonna pick and what i'm gonna try and remember from that i'm not gonna i think it'd be funny to do okay so uh, the first nightmare on elm street west craven directed no subtitle you want to give like a, a two, one or two sentence what the movie is about? Johnny Depp. It's, uh, you know, pretty much Freddy's first foray into uh, our lives and pretty much him uh, trying to basically, you know, bring fear to all the kids on Elm Street in the neighborhood and Nancy. And uh, Nancy becomes the big focal point of the one person that is able to kind of you know not necessarily stop him because he can't be stopped but puts an end to his nightmares you know by the end of the movie essentially by uh i guess acknowledging 
you know, that he's that she's in the dream world, stuff like that, from what I remember. And obviously plenty of people die along the way, <laughs> including Johnny Depp. Okay. Well, we'll keep going. We'll before I go into uh, okay. Right pass on. or fail, pass or fail, pass or fail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm probably not gonna remember everything you mentioned. So he pulls for she pulls Freddie out of the dream world in the end of it. it. And that's how she yeah. combats him and she sets up the house a la Kevin McAllister, whatever, home alone to for traps to try and take him down in the real world. Got it. All right. Second nightmare on Elm Street. All, under a year later, this one came out. November 1985, uh, November 1984 was the original. Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Barely remember it. I remember there's a big documentary on it. There was a lot of uh, history behind the story and, you know, how it's really more focused on the character and their sexuality in the movie and kind of explores the parallels like with Freddy and stuff like that. I don't remember much else to okay. that. And I know it, I know it's yeah, like yeah. a cult. It's a cult. Uh, yeah. It's, film it's, a, it's a very polarizing title. A lot of people hate it. I think the love has grown over time for it. Right. Uh, in my opinion, it's one of the worst of the, of the movies. Uh, your main character is Jesse and, uh, it's become like a, uh, I want to say like the the marquee movie for, right, like gay and lesbian or LGBT whatever. Uh, there was that's what the documentary is primarily about. The director and the writer, I think, kind of stand by that they didn't intend it to be that way, but like there's almost no chance of that being true. Like there are so many things in there that are just. Uh, uh, like I don't know just like it's way too many things to be coincidental right uh, the biggest scene in that that's probably most fan recognizable is Freddie comes out into the real world and attacks kids at a pool party so they're having the pool party and it just becomes like you're all my children now and he's just killing people at the pool party and to a lot of fans that is the anti Freddy Krueger because he's just coming out and becoming a Jason or a Mike Myers. He's not a psychological killer through people's dreams and having a connection at that point. He has, he has no power at that point, realistically, other than just pure rage. Right. So this was like kind of, I mean, this is also before we knew this was going to be a, a long franchise with many sequels, but Three goes back down to the old Nightmare on Elm Street way. So that's kind of made two be stand out to be like, well, this isn't the kind of Freddy that we want or are accustomed to. Right. So we're going to keep going here. Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dream, Dream Warriors. They took, Warriors. They, they took a little bit of a break. This one came out uh, about a uh, year and uh, almost a year and a half after the second one came out, February 1987. So Dream Warriors. What do you remember about Dream Warriors? The, the big dude that just pretty much fights Freddy in his dreams. The kid in the wheelchair that becomes a wizard. Pretty much them fighting him and like getting powers and still dying. And I think somebody falling out of a window or like spider yep. leg kind of. That's all I remember. Puppet, I don't really. Puppeteer. Yeah. That's it. Okay. You, you you got this one pretty good. This is uh, 
this was Wes Craven's return to the franchise. He didn't direct the movie, but he did help write it, and and the story was by him. So it did feel more like a direct sequel to the first movie. Also, Nancy is back in this sequel. So to me, this this the the proper probably watch order. Uh, if you're only going to watch a couple of them, is probably one one and three, right? Just because it's it's treated much more like a direct sequel. And you're you're pretty pretty on point with this one. You, you know the kids are in uh, like a psychiatric in center, yeah. And one kid mentioning Freddie during a, a roundtable therapy session makes him the fear come into the other people, and uh, that starts everyone down the rabbit hole as as it was. So next up. Well, again, a little over dream, a year later. Dream something, right? Dream Master. Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street 4. Dream Master. Nothing. Nothing. Not a... So this one uh, carries over some characters from 3 into 4. This started a trend of characters carrying over. And uh, we had the one of the characters... I don't remember her name, honestly. It's like Allie or something like that. She, was she like the, the punk rock... When I had like the no no look that that was in actually Dream uh, Dream Warriors. I'm the saying needles. that's that's not the character that tra- no, no, that, no 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 she dies right. Yeah, I'm gonna give you your fix. Yeah yeah. Oh, what is it? Alice. Alice is the newer character introduced, and she has the ability to pull people into her dreams. So she gets assistance from other characters by pulling them into their dreams. But the, like I said, the movie starts out with uh, three of the characters from the last movie, Kristen, Joey, and Kincaid. Kincaid's the big guy that you were talking about. And they all end up dying in the beginning of this one. So they kind of tie the two together uh, at least a little bit. Got it. Number five, the dream child. Nope. I knew something with a child. Nope, nothing. So this one... We get more of Freddie's backstory. So we get that his mother, which might have been touched on in uh, Dream Master. I don't recall 100%, but we get like reenacting scenes of his mother getting stuck in the lunatics asylum. And where we get the phrase son of a uh, son of a hundred maniacs or son of a thousand maniacs, whatever it was. And uh, that she was raped. And that's how Freddie was born and was, you know. And Robert England is actually, it, yeah. Well, and you can't pinpoint who the father was because she was raped so many times over a weekend. Right. And Robert England is a face character in this asylum, also, which is kind of like a wink and a nod. They do more of that, obviously, as this goes on. Uh, but so then we we have the carryover again. Alice carries over into this movie, and. Uh, she dies in the beginning, right? No, no, no. She's okay. she's the main lead. She's the lead in this one. Um, okay. I'm fairly certain. Is she, is, she, is she pregnant with a baby? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. she gets pregnant from her her uh, her boyfriend her who ends up who ends up getting killed in the movie with one of the best kills of any of the nightmare movies. He's like on a he's in a car first. Then he's on a motorcycle and he becomes like part of the motorcycle. It looks like a Geiger from you know, Geiger who worked on the, the Xenomorph, it kind of looks like that. And, and and watching some documentaries like Never Sleep Again, uh, 
they they say that that was inspired by it. So she becomes pregnant, and Freddie is getting to her because the baby is sleeping. So she doesn't have to be asleep for him to get in, and then he's pushing his influence to try and get take over the baby. Maybe like Chuck, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm, got it. <laughs> but this has some cringeworthy stuff in it, and uh, this is where we really start to slip as far as quality in the movies, in my opinion. Then we have they drop the Nightmare on Elm Street subtitle, and we have Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. This is the three D one. Yes. That's for the one scene at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's all I remember. They had three. That's all you remember. Three D glasses. So this one, we are introduced to Freddy's daughter. We don't know it's Freddy's daughter. Spoiler warning, if you're listening to this and never watched the movie. So we get a male lead early on in the movie. And he lived in Springwood, which was where Elm Street was. And he's trying to get out of there to escape the the aura of Freddy or, you know. And uh, Freddy basically makes him remember and makes him influence other people so he can come back. And he thinks that he's the son of Freddy. And later we discover the other female character in the movie is the daughter of Freddy. And we get backstory in this one of Freddy as just the guy who has a little girl. And then he kills his wife. And it, it, it's not the Freddy you, you want to remember. Well, it gives you the aspect of him as, as a serial killer because the mother, his wife, the mother of the, of the daughter goes into his like basement boiler room basement and sees what he's been doing down there uh so then the daughter takes out freddie and that's really how it, that ends and that ends the normal nightmare on elm street storyline until that was 1991 by the way three years later we get west craven returning again new nightmare and he is directing and screenwriting Wes Craven's New Nightmare. What, Which what is pretty about? much the one that's uh, pretty much um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, breaking the fourth wall. Like it's like in the movie like a, a movie about the characters and the actters. Right. So a lot of them right. reply, reprise their roles but they're playing like, themselves, right? Right. You look, this, one you, this one you're the most on I think. But the, That's exactly yeah, yeah. what the movie is. You have all the characters from the original movie repri- reprising their roles as if it was 10 years later, just like the movie had been out, their successes, their lives after that, but they're being haunted by the real Freddy Krueger. Who looks massively different, and there's definitely a scene with, like, a blanket, right? Like, a blanket goes over and it's, like, turned into, like, a dark area. Like, I remember that. I just don't remember. Yeah, Yeah. he wears a trench coat. His glove looks different. The face is a little different. It's not as comedic as the other movies became with all the one-liners and now you're playing with power, you know, like all this, all this (laughs) shit when he had the power glove in the other episode. Uh, Yeah. Well, other episode, the other movie, but you were pretty, pretty much right on for that one. And then the next two, I think you'll be way on point too, because we have Freddy versus Jason, which took almost 10 years from the end of new nightmare to come out. And Robert England, still Freddy Krueger, 
And uh, do we need to, what happens in the movie titled Freddy versus Jason? Tilt. <laughs> That's a good scene, actually. We're not going to go into Freddy versus Jason for right now, because you know, I know you know what happens in the movie. But oh, let's talk my, about. It's one, of my, it's one of my favorites in all those franchises. So, yeah. Let's talk about the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. Let's not. That happened we did. seven years later. April of 2010, we had Jackie Earl Haley take the mantle of Freddy Krueger, and we <laughs> Benny does not like it. It tries to do a retelling of the first movie for the most part. Uh, it takes liberties with certain things. It makes the kids have these dreams as if they're awake still, and they're... I forgot what they even called them because it's so dumb, but well, he's like a if, he's like a he's like a pedo too. That, well, like I didn't. I I wanted to get into that. And that is where that's where I really have the big disconnect is that he was like molesting children because yeah. they just didn't need to take it to that extreme a level. It's like, well, this guy killed, murdered kids and this and that. Just leave it alone at that. That's not like you're making. Right. Uh, I mean, it's still horrible. He's killing people, right? But you're making a fan favorite villain into something that really is. Skating the line of very, like, very how, do you, how do you root for someone that does that? You don't like, it doesn't matter that it's a movie, you know, like, right. and that's where I think the movie's still not very good, but that's where even if, it, if people try to really like it, it's hard to like him as a character, even though he's the villain, knowing that he does that. Right. Right. Agreed. So Jackie O'Haley tries his best. They also go with the route of not making him too comedic. There's really not a lot of one-liners. There's a couple bits in there, but not really. It just didn't. And it, he just doesn't look good either, in my opinion. I did not like. He looks more design. like a burn victim, also. Right. He's a shorter guy, so he doesn't look as tall in some of the scenes uh, compared to the other actors and actresses in the movie. But this would be the end of the Nightmare on Elm Street movie franchise until right now, currently, where as right. we're recording, two thousand one. There's been rumors for a few years of, of one of them potentially coming back. Nothing so far. But I also want to mention there was a short-lived TV series called Freddy's Nightmares. What do you remember about that? There's one particular episode that was really focused upon him and kind of like his backstory. And I feel like that that's something that never got explored properly. Yeah, that's something they feel like they should have kind of missed opportunity there, in my opinion. I think there's like a scene he's in court or something, right? Yeah, he's like arrested and stuff. Yeah, it gives more of his of his prequel essentially to his his story. And uh, well, Freddy's Nightmares is more like a anthology series, like a Tales from the Crypt or a Creep Show, and uh, it didn't always focus on him. But there are, I believe, three episodes two to three episodes that have Freddy as the main point. And those are probably the ones I would say to go out of your way to try and find if you can. Uh, they had a couple releases on uh, VHS and DVD, but for the most part, it's very, they're very tough to come by now. I'm sure you could find them on the YouTube, proper, maybe. proper channels. I know daily motion I've seen, I did a Google okay. before they, uh, you could watch them on there. I don't know how you get that on the TV from daily motion, but. But it's interesting, that show, and uh, he was the host of the show, even though he wasn't almost like the Crypt Keeper. 
you know, uh, even though he wasn't fully involved in all the episodes, he would give you your zingers to end this show and the introductions and stuff like that. Yeah. I could swear it was on. It might have been on uh, Shitter for a short time back in the day. Sure. I feel like I, I recall. <laughs> I don't remember Shitter being around that long. Though. Shitter's been, you, you know what? Shitter's full. It's been around for a while. <laughs> I want to also dive into something I looked at before. It's pretty interesting. So you look at these movies. No. Well, we could talk about the Nintendo game, though. I never got into it. It was, along with Friday the 13th, it was just too damn hard, I felt like. It had a cool premise. It was like, uh, what, Legend of Zelda 2, where it was side-scrolling, but the world would change when you're into the dream world. I hated Friday the 13th, but I love the music. (laughs) Did it, did it. I wanted to mention the uh, box office revenue for these movies and just where they where they went. So the first movie made twenty five, and obviously this is not adjusted for inflation, and we're going to talk U.S. numbers only. The first movie made twenty five million dollars. Second movie made twenty nine million dollars. Third movie made forty four million dollars. Fourth movie made $49 million. So we're like growing every single movie. But then Dream Child, $22 million. Less than half of what the last one made. So you could tell where that story, where people were not interested in it. But then uh, The Final Nightmare jumps back up to 34, which is a decent increase over The Dream Child. But then uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare drops it right down to the lowest of any of the Nightmare on Elm Street's movies, it's 18 million. Uh, I don't think that speaks for the quality of the movie because this has become a, a big fan favorite also, this film. Then you have Freddy vs. Jason, $82 million. Ooh, baby. The highest, highest grossing of all of them, all Nightmare on Elm Street movies, even the 2010 reboot, which was seven years later, only made $63 million. So you know that the audience is there for the Robert England version of, of Freddy. And, and that was... And comedic and bloody. Right. That was nine years after New Nightmare. And it made more than four times the amount that New Nightmare made. Why are these studios so dumb? Why can't they make another Nightmare on Elm Street movie? We're approaching 19 years since that movie came out. Next wow. year will be 19 years since that Freddy vs. Jason came out. 12 years mind, since the reboot. Mind-blowing. Because that's what wow. we, Yeah. I, I think a big part of it is, at least from what I remember, I know things change. But as far as I heard, like, Robert Englund didn't want to play the role anymore. So, you know, I mean, as far as rebooting... Eventually, he you know, gets too stuff. old. Right. No, I agree. I mean, he still, I feel, could do it. He would really, you know, most likely we would need some stunt doubles and stuff like that, like to really yeah. just be safe. But I think he can do it and it doesn't need to be crazy. I mean, look, I think another reason that, that movie did so well is because it is a versus movie that was we've spoken about it on plenty of shows in the past. That was the true epitome of history in the making. That's something that people wanted for so long. And again, it, you know, why did we have to wait that long? But it was probably for the better because the movie may not have been as good 
if we would, you know, if we would have waited. Right. And the movie's still corny at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, it I don't t- think it, t- it, took it takes itself che- too seriously. Right. It took the best of the cheese from both franchises right. and like kind of blended that together. So, you know. It's got a really good it- soundtrack, as we mentioned previously oh, yeah. also. Oh, yeah. Agreed. I, I so, think that, yeah, it would be great to get that to that that character again. But I feel like, you know, the way they ended that last movie, as you said, like, did they plan on ending the franchise at that point and not? Well, they just have, have to forget story? about that movie. Forget about that movie ever existing. Well, Freddy's dead. That's no, no, I mean. no. Nightmare. Uh, the the reboot. The reboot. I meant, yeah, I meant Freddy's dead. Well, they By made like multiple movies after Freddy's dead. Yeah, but he dies in the end of every movie. Right. Dies in quotations. Yeah. yeah, just like all the other characters that we talk about on this show. Well, right? what's good about that is that they kind of, sort of mention it in Freddy vs. Jason. In the in the intro, is like I can't come back if nobody's afraid. So it makes it like that's the only way he can get back his energy is the fear. Right. So once the kids start to remember him and make that's what he uses Jason to do, right. make him remember. And then they, you find out that the kids of Springwood are taking pills so they don't dream. And I, I like that, that they did. No, like They actually put the thought into while being goofy still the right. fucking stoner and all this other shit. It's right. still, the you know, it's. <laughs> Ooh, give me a hit. I got this bitch. When he's got the fucking needles behind yep. his back. He looks like but, Jay. Yeah. Oh, wow. 100% ripoff of Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> but they 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 kind of missed their, their chance for a while because now like the West Craven estate, since he's passed away, kind of, I think, has reverted some rights. So he kind of, his estate, kind of has some of the rights and they're probably stuck in limbo. I mean, I know Friday 13th is having probably even worse issues than that. Always. But I'm reading, you know, through the Wikipedia for some of this show uh, research, and it does say, you know, there was reportedly uh, thoughts of a feature-length film or a, a miniseries being done for HBO Max. I mean, they're doing everything on HBO Max as it is now with all the DC fandom stuff we've seen and all the other stuff that they're putting straight to max. I mean, I could see that yeah. even with the Chucky series on sci-fi. Yeah. I think that from what you said before, just, you know, describing the really good aspects of the story component from Freddy vs. Jason, utilizing the sleep mechanism and obviously, you know, focusing on how important that is to his strengths. It would be really cool to have, just uh you know him be laying dormant this whole time because he can't be remembered to like modern time you know you make it current because you have to but you do it where like you have like a, a tiktok streamer or a live streamer just start telling ghost stories and start talking about it and then it starts you know getting people to think about it and you know because people take things very literal in the world of tiktok and social media you can you can create this branch like you said, a mini series of people that are not even connected, you know, yeah. that have heard it through this live right. stream. And then just, or you, I mean, I like, I do like that idea, but you, you could also do the angle of a copycat where a regular person right. is, is doing his yeah, murders. Like and then that makes people think that he's real. You know, and then it really brings him back. Exactly. 
Spoiler exactly. alert. <laughs> <laughs> we just rewrote the story for you and we gave you the whole spoiler fest and everything for it. And it's going to be exclusive to Shitter. Right on Shitter. Check, get please. That, get that West Craven estate money out. Check, please. Have Billy, have Billy Bob drive in, whatever, get that money out. <laughs> Billy Joe, whatever his name is. We should go to Monster Mania this weekend and go just pitch our idea. Yeah, to him? <laughs> yeah. Sure. He's the master of it all now. Only only if I can put the Candyman <laughs> fucking jacket on. You go inside it while he's wearing it. With the bees. Like, did you, no, you ask him, did you bring the bees? <laughs> oh, I'm not taking a picture of you unless you bring the bees. <laughs> did you ever watch the uh, Never Sleep Again documentary? I've watched Quite parts of it, as you know. Yeah, five, six hours of those things. It, I never four, got through it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, same thing with the Jason yeah. one. I've gotten through chunks of it, not the whole thing. Crystal Lake. Yeah, I, I, memories. Yeah, yeah, I have it on Blu-ray. Oh, thanks for letting me know. Well, you're welcome. It's not <laughs> streaming. Oh wait, it is. I think it, it's I on Shitter it too. It's on Shitter. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored yeah, by uh, Shitter. Never, never sleep again is streaming also. But this is a great. I highly recommend if you're a fan of the franchise and you haven't watched it. I like you said, it is a burden. Four hours is a while, but you can split it up. You Justice League it. Split it up, and it breaks it down by movie, so you can reach like the third or fourth movie and then take a break. You know, or you could skip the movies you don't care about. That's true, also. But chapter breaks in some of these things. No, I mean I probably buzzed right through it because I, I mean I know about half these movies. <laughs> I know them, but now I now I know them better, and now I don't want to know them better. <laughs> I kind of want to go back and watch Dream Warriors now. Like it's been so long. Like, I probably yeah. haven't watched it since I was a kid. Dream War, like I said before, and we've talked about on our Slashers episode, which was now quite a while ago, almost a year ago. Three and one are, are pinnacle and horror, in my opinion, especially yeah. since it's my favorite villain of, of, of anything outside of comic books, probably. Right. Uh, you watch one, you watch three. And then you you then you pick and choose what you want to watch. Maybe you just want to watch certain death scenes. You, I mean, uh, Dream Master is pretty good still. Like I said, Freddy vs. Jason, we both still like. Final Nightmare and Dream Child. Uh, Not so much. Know. Yeah. New Nightmare and Freddy's, Freddy's Revenge are probably worth the watch just to see what, what the big... How different they are. The hubbub is, yes, yeah. about them. I'd say two, Freddy's Revenge is probably tougher to get through, in my opinion. But then right. again, if you like the comedic Freddy, New, New Nightmare is definitely not for you. Right. But I yeah. want to mention one other movie that you haven't mentioned on here that Freddy makes a very tiny cameo in. And it's, it's an absolute horrible movie, in my opinion. It's Jason Goes to Hell. We see Jason die or somewhat die and his mask is on the ground. And then we see the Freddy Claw pop up and bring Jason's mask down to hell, I guess. Yep. Which was pretty much our, that was our segue into Freddy vs. Jason many years later. But still. Many, many years later. But because the light, the right, the rights had uh, reverted, right? So they can actually make the movie and that was well, the yeah, old, I remember that was, that was that was the first New Line movie. That's why. Right, right. 
I remember watching that movie on thing we used to have back in the day called the hot box. I don't know if oh, you yeah. oh yeah. That was that was uh dirty Chip television. Douglas Chip <laughs> Douglas hooking us up with illegal cable. <laughs> so I remember watching this on there and the internet really wasn't around yet, but I remember there was the buzz that like, oh they're gonna do the crossover finally with uh Freddie and Jason. And watching this whole movie, and I'm like, this is horrible. When does Freddy show up? And then that one scene with the hand, and I'm like, really? I watched this whole fucking thing for that? Oh, my God, that movie that, stinks. That, that movie's painful. I And, you know, what's sad about it for me is, like I've told you in the past, as much of a Jason fan as I am, I'm a late, I was a late bloomer to him. I really didn't learn about him and have interest until, like, the early 90s pretty much you know around the time that eight came out so i didn't grow up loving him but once i like once i saw eight i loved eight and then i went back obviously but once nine came out i wasn't able to see it in the theater but my dad having the comic book store they had came out with comics for that movie and the comics essentially told the story just like stripped down and i read the comics i'm like what the fuck is this this fucking Voorhees burgers He's fucking eating fucking hearts. I'm like, it's, and he's oh, not even. Yeah. Oh, the my heart God. thing is so fucking, stupid. Got him, got him. Like, <laughs> come on, man. It was just fucking. And then and then finally seeing it, you know, and then having the, the bounty hunter guy like freaking hunting him down and freak. Oh, my God. It's so dumb. And then he takes over the bounty hunter guy's body, right? That's... Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember it still. It's an awful movie, but I remember it. Oh, it's so dumb. The beginning was like the best part because you see him for like a brief moment and they blow him to pieces. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Like he's his spiritual successor lives in his freaking decrepitated freaking heart. I'm like, get out of here. Garbage. Yeah. Trash panda. <laughs> so back to the real story here of Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy wow, Krueger. Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> I think that's about it. I don't really know how much else we we talked about each movie. I recommended my favorites. We gave little bits here, little bits here little and there, bits. little bits. But uh, yeah, that's it. So we'll do. We're gonna do another one of these. Benny's gonna be steering on one of his favorite franchises, and uh, I have a song for us to play out to. Are you ready for it? I'm ready, bitch. Are you ready for a bitch? I'm ready for prime time. Let's see. See you guys next time. I'm on